Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Motocross Podcast brought to you by Pro Taper, Scott USA, and RM ATV MC, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, also on board with us. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Supercross season is over, and uh, we'll discuss our results and how we did in a little bit, but uh, also going to cover motocross in this in this league. So now we've got 12 rounds of outdoor motocross, and I think fantasy's funner uh, in motocross. I think it, it's, uh, it's a little bit more... Uh, out there a little bit more exciting for picks. But uh, first up, NFAB has got an industry-leading six innovative styles of sidesteps, a vast array of light mounts for today's popular LED-style lights, a uh, complete line of race-ready pre-runner bumpers and bed cages for late-model imported and domestic trucks. Take your ride to the next level with NFAB accessories. NFAB proud sponsor of the factory Yamaha effort at JGRMX and the NFAB Ampro Yamaha race team. And N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas. Go to at NFAB Inc. on Instagram and Twitter to uh, follow those guys. And uh, like I said, thanks to RacerX for uh, putting this on their website. So with me as usual uh, from Get and Athena Gaskets, uh, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. I'm doing, I'm doing good. You cut out there, Steve. Oh, okay. And also on the line, uh, Fly Racing, WPS, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Oh, just... Uh counting our prizes here from Supercross, right? I started this thing over again so I can win some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. First up, first up, Truman, uh, Fantasy Moto, more fun outdoors, I think. Would you agree? I would agree. I'd also agree that I'm a little bit better outdoors. I'm a, I'm a three-time motocross fantasy champion outdoors, only uh, one-time Supercross. So can, can it you, takes more skill. Yeah, can you describe why you're better outdoors? Just why do you think you're better outdoors? Well, you get two chances per weekend. <clears throat> or double the chances per weekend. So I, when I swing for the fences, I, you know, you get double the chances because, mm-hmm. you know, four motos. Right. So I, I really do think that's why, you know, because um, I, I don't know. I think that's why. You get more right. chances, you get more points. JT. Very ironic that you're better in fantasy out in the longer motos, but not so much in real life in the longer motos. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Dan's <laughs> fantasy results are exact opposite of his real life results on the track. <laughs> yes. That's correct. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, doing this. Uh, we're going to no Rocky Mountain League for outdoor motocross, so focus on Moto Dynasty that you can play on RacerX Online, and, of course, Motocross Fantasy Handicap League, four riders each. And check your start times, people, for um, uh, these, these leagues and when you got to get them in. you got to get them in early in the mornings on Saturdays. These things kick off pretty early, so uh, please pay attention to your start times. Look at qualifying, all that good stuff that we always tell you every week. Pay attention to the qualifying results. See who's even there that day. See uh, if there's a guy that showed up out of injury that maybe we're, we missed or whatever on these shows. So you can always hit us up on Twitter, at PulpMX for me, at DTruman101 on Twitter for Dan Truman, and at Jason66Thomas on Twitter uh, for JT. So you can get us, ask us questions, see what you think, and hopefully, JT, you actually answer some people. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I do answer people, okay. but I'm okay. not sure if you're aware of this, but I'm, I have a couple things going on. I know, I know. All right, first up, let's talk about our results a little bit on Moto Dynasty for Supercross. Dan, I thought you were, you claimed you were going to beat me. Uh, I got 18th overall. I passed you in the second last round, and you, uh, I was 18th overall, Dan, in, in Moto Dynasty, and you were. Uh, I was 20. 
I was 27th, I think. 20, no, no, you were not 27th. What are you? Um, oh, you're 29th. 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 Yeah, but I started out in like 500. So well, I feel like I had a pretty great season. Yeah, well, I had a. I I grabbed I thought, the whole. You know, that's like saying I grabbed the whole shot at the national and I faded back to 25th. That's what Dan does. He did. That's what Dan does. We did <laughs> exactly. But well, I was backwards. Uh, we did. We did three fantasy leagues and I beat you in two of the three. So I'll take that as a victory. Okay. Yeah. No. Fantastic. Uh, JT, you got third overall in Moto Dynasty. Second. second. It says third here. Well, that guy didn't pay, so I got second. <laughs> what do you mean? I, all I got is third overall, not, bro. Well, he's not prize eligible. Well, whatever. You got you third overall. Look, you got third I, well, overall. This, Good job. Hey, listen. Listen. This needs to be a lesson to people because I'm sure that guy was very upset that he didn't get his prizes. I, I don't care if I got second or third. I'm just saying this needs to be a lesson to all of you out there who want to win prizes. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to make sure you sign up for the entire season or else you're going to win like that guy and knock your prizes. So regardless of what place I got, I don't care about that. I'm just saying for those of you to listen to podcasts, you're obviously pretty serious about Fantasy Moto or you wouldn't be listening to us jerkies. So just make sure you follow all the steps you need to to get prize eligible. Would I get a prize for 18th overall? Uh, no. I think it was only top 10. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I, I don't sign I'm up. I'm pretty sure the guy who won, he tweeted us and was like, thanks for the – Really? Advice, I won he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. oh fantastic. Yeah, his, probably his, name's, his name's Taylor Landis, and I tweeted him back, actually, because I didn't. I wasn't paying attention either. Um, he, but, yeah, he didn't, he, uh, he didn't pay. He won by a good margin. Good job, Taylor. Yeah, did a good job. He was uh, number one guy, so... Um, I bet he would trade his ten dollars for the five thousand prizes he would have got. <laughs> oh, so he didn't yeah. pay the number one guy didn't yeah, pay. Yeah, the guy that won. That's what oh, I'm I didn't know if it was one or two. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah, Brian, jo- Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson. Okay, yeah. so Brian Johnson, so Brian Johnson the, X, the XPTO uh, rider, Honda rider, right. BBMX Star rider. Racing. Yeah, yep. he uh, he won. He's won, I think, four times now, too. He's won a lot. Uh-huh. He's good at this. Yeah, he's two two years in a row for uh, – well, he won outdoors last year and then Supercross this uh-huh. year, and I'm not sure other than that. Right. But well, the Vegas, good at it. the Vegas race was kind of a shit show. Let's quickly go over that if you guys uh, don't mind um, going over and seeing what seeing how we actually did. It was obviously – it was a mutter. Combined uh, 250 east-west. So let's see how we did there. I'm just trying to pull it up here right here. It's I not, don't have my Supercross results, I will tell you. I thought we were done with that. <laughs> I know, but I wanted to see how we did. Uh, Dan, do you have it? I had, uh, yeah, I had it up. I had four zeros in the 250 class, which I don't think is that bad. <laughs> I uh, had uh, I had three. Jeremy Martin, um, Alex Martin, the Martin brothers, strike me, and McElrath. Um, I yeah, had. I did. I had those three. I also had Kyle, Kyle Peters in 12. He had gotten top 10 at every race this year, and I was hoping that he would be there again. But, who, who did I miss? No. I missed Gannon Audet. Uh, who actually, I, you know, looking at the conditions, I guess I should have thought about that a little bit harder. I missed uh, Oldenburg. And, and Renslin. There's no way you had Renslin. And Renslin, yep. I did not have Renslin. Yep, exactly. And I got I missed I missed 10 points for the heat race win. I picked Jeremy Martin because he was flying in the practice. I knew it was going to be a mutter. It's a ton of rain. Yep. And, um, yeah, but um, so I missed three. That's not so bad. That's, that's decent. Uh, I actually did. I did pretty good other than that. I had a. Uh, I had Sabachi in second, so I got 20 points for him. I had Plessinger correct in fourth. I had Colt Nichols correct, uh, Davalos, and I had Cooper Webb in tenth, and he got 11, so I got 20 points for him. I actually did pretty good. Yeah. Um, but 
I put Webb. Uh, I put Webb eighth. We all know his wrist injury was bothering. I put I put him down for an eighth. Uh, the only guy I got right was Zach Osborne with second. I correctly got Osborne in second. So I had Jay Mart winning. Craig, so I had Craig to win. Did you? Didn't go well. Uh, JT, do you remember what you had Webb at? Uh, I I don't. I think I put him out of my top twelve. Actually. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I did. I I'm going off memory. I know I had Jay Mart to win. Yeah, me too. The race, and I had Mookie for for uh, best practice time because the whoops, there were so many whoops and the dragon backs and all that. He let me down there. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't uh, – I didn't have a great day by any means in fantasy. Uh, the 450 class was – I know we're getting to that, but my 450 class absolutely atrocious. My 250, I remember being pretty good because mm-hmm. as, the, as the series updated, I was only a handful of points out of the overall lead. And then the 450 class happened, and it all went downhill. Yeah, I had a strong Vegas because I I was not 18th overall. I was out of the top 20 and moved into 18th after the uh, after Vegas uh, 450 class. <clears throat> I had uh, Roxon zero points. Everybody got zero points for that. Muscan, I yep. had zero points. I'm almost sure everybody got zero points for Muscan. Um, he was fastest qualifier, wasn't he? Did I? He was. Yeah. And uh, Bogle. I had Bogle zero points for that. I correctly got Josh Grant in 11th, and I correctly got uh, Eli Tomac in third. Other than that, that was about it. What'd yeah, you? it was, it was uh, hard to get anything decent in 450. The results were so crazy. I, I just, you know, I looked back at my overall results, and I the guys pulled away from me pretty bad in the 450, but I just can't see how they could have done all that well. It, it didn't make a lot of sense to me looking at the results page. Mm-hmm. Dan, how'd you do? I had the same three zeros as you, Roxon, uh, Marvin, and Bogle. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't do that great. I had Jason Anderson right in second, and he was the only one I actually had um, exactly right. Right. I mean, I had Eli, I had Eli fourth, and you know he was one off. I had Trey seventh. He was one off. So I mean, I got a decent amount of points, but he was the only one I had right. It was. I tough. missed out on. Yeah. I missed out on Barsha, Weimer, and. Tickle, and that tickle in there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's a. It was a tough, uh, tough series. Were those the same three. Those the same three in the Yeah, yeah. So JT, you won four fifty overall, and and two fifty. Um, what'd you get? Uh, you were out of the top twenty. Um, interesting that there was such a difference between the two classes. I'm the same way. I'm really good in one and not so good in the other. Uh. 16th overall in the 450s, I am, so where I finished. Um, so, JT, what are you going to do with your set of Fox gear? Uh, how, are you looking forward to that? Are you you think you'll be riding in this a lot? Do you think you'll be using I think it? Gonna, I think I'm going to plead the fifth on my uh, plans for my <laughs> Fox racing gear. I, I feel like I look for a bonfire. Right, I reserve the right to uh, do as I please with it, and I shall. <laughs> look for a bonfire, Boise, Idaho, everybody. No, I don't think that I'm going to set a couple thousand dollars on fire, but um, <laughs> I will get use out of it. Right. Okay. All right. Good enough. Um, so yeah, Moto Dynasty uh, coming into the outdoors, man. This thing is. Uh, I, and actually, if you want to talk about how I did in MotocrossFantasy.com, uh, Justin, your website's awesome. I cannot find anywhere how I did. I don't know. I can't find any <laughs> motocross results without scrolling individually through you know, 30, 40 pages to find my team name in there. I, otherwise, I, I have no idea. When I go to manage teams... If, I, if, you, if, you, if you go to team standings on the left-hand side... Yes, team standings. And then just yep. 
and then select 2016 Supercross, and then it tells you your team standings. Oh, and then click again on the same menu. Okay, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. 2000. Because now I got to go and view all my team. I got to go and view everybody else. No, you don't. No, you don't. Right at the top, it says team standings, your overall position with the grand prize. Yeah, it says team standings, fantasy motocross. I'm I'm number one, division rank, number one in motocross. You won. I know you won. You got a bike. (laughs) Yeah, I get a bike. I know, but click on other series and there's a drop down and then you click on supercross. Not that hard. Other series, 2016 supercross. Submit. And then click submit. Okay. This is like teaching someone how to how to use a computer. The website sucks, bro. It's it, it, it probably was really good when Netscape came out. Okay, I got a uh, thirty one oh nine uh, total points, thirty fourth in my division, and I can't see how I did in Vegas. Uh, At the top, above that, above that, it tells you your overall. Uh yeah, yeah. I I had that, Dan. It overall. What? No, I didn't pay, so it doesn't. Yeah. Oh gosh. I didn't pay. I'm not paying. Oh. I'm not paying. These guys should pay me. I talk about these podcasts every day. Motocross fantasy should pay us. They don't pay us anything to come on the show and we talk about their janky league with their janky website. They should pay us. So boom. That's my rant. I agree. Maybe you should get a free entry. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we Thank I you. think if you keep calling it janky that your odds of him paying you will keep going up. <laughs> Thank you. You know how I you know how I do it. Sometimes I'm not always politically correct. But anyways, I don't know how I did in Vegas. I can't find it. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. Uh, I picked four riders in each class, and I don't even know. So, um, did you guys? Do you remember how you did, or who you picked, or how how you did in Vegas for motocross fantasy? No, I don't know if there's a. I think you can click on race results, but it doesn't tell you who you had. I, I no, I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, race results has motocross stuff. So uh, let's see. Series. Yeah. Says Ken Tyler Medaglia with a great pick. Whatever <laughs> he was in Indiana, he killed. He wasn't going to pick in Indiana. Oh, here we he go. Here's here's Vegas. Okay, let me see here. Let me let me. Eighteen clicks later. Oh, he doesn't show you who I picked though. Uh, just shows yeah. Baggett was it Baggett and Tickle were number one picks at forty four. Barsha, thirty six points was a number one pick in the uh, in that. So um, I I had Baggett and uh, Tickle, so I oh. did pretty good. Nice job. Yeah, and in two fifty class. Resland and Aldridge were uh, one and two, and Audet, uh, Subaros. So fifty points for. Uh, I had Subaros. I also had uh, Dakota Alex, who gave up after he whole shot. <laughs> I do remember that. I'm just saying. He says. I'm just pointing that, that like out. Like this scan, he just gave up. Uh, I was not happy with Dakota Alex. I mean, well, that's what that's what Dakota. I don't know if you saw that, Dan, where Dakota. Said that he thought Muskan just gave up at Vegas. That was what was wrong with him. Or was like, <laughs> yeah. he, was there something wrong with his bike? No, I, no one knows. The Coster said, he, yeah. After, yeah, after the race, they said, you know what happened to Marvin to the bike break? He said, I think he just gave up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he landed on Chad. You know that, right? No, I I knew nothing other than what the Coster said. Yeah, yeah. Chad, Chad was actually hurt. Uh, he wasn't able to ride the week after Vegas. He Musk and, and him. I, I was, Chad said it wasn't like they they hit in the. No, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to Chad. I saw Chad on Saturday night. Yeah. He's fine. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't like that. Wasn't like anyone's fault. Nfab uh, Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast Pro Taper. Since bursting on the scene in 1991, Pro Taper has continued to produce some of the world's most premium control components on the market today. Geico Honda Rockstar Husky used Pro Taper uh, for bars and sprockets and all those t- kind of cool things. The Fusion Handlebar, the one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, micro bar. Some of a few examples of how Pro Taper continues to push the limits to reinvent the way we all experience riding our motorcycles. 
protaper.com. Uh, please check them out and check out some of their hard parts, some of the great stuff out there. Uh, let's go into uh, outdoors for what we want uh, and uh, talk about that. Hangtown coming up this weekend. We're looking at some sketchy weather, but you never really know, so I'm not going to I'm not going to really worry about it too much, right? It's not looking too good. I mean, it look, I had 60 to 70 percent everywhere I've looked. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably not very good. Um, so, do, 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 all right, here we go. I'll, still, I'll take Jeremy Martin, rain, shine. Okay. Swamp, well, let's, let's talk about that. So, okay, let's do 250s, Dan, since you do this. Um, <clears throat> 12 riders, it's definitely tougher to pick. And uh, but I think, yeah, I think Jmart's got to be your guy, right? Um, JT, you agree? Yeah, he's he's my pick for this race, the series. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, you know, wherever he wants to race this year. I think Hurlings is maybe the only 250 rider on the planet that mm-hmm. could give him any trouble right now. Um, where do we stand on Cooper Webb? <clears throat> he's tweeted he's racing. He's going to try to race. He's going to line up. We know he's battling a wrist injury. We all knocked him down in Vegas because of that. Now, I have no doubt he's going to try to race. Um, he may even do okay, but I, I just – he hasn't ridden. Do you put him in the top 12, JT? I don't. I honestly don't think he finishes the day. That's my opinion. Like, I haven't talked to Cooper. I haven't talked to anybody yeah. on the team. Just, just with that injury, from what I saw in Las Vegas – and how difficult it is to race an outdoor national, I don't think it's going to happen. No matter, I, I think. Okay. No matter what he qualifies, you're not. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, what I think is going to happen is he's going to qualify not great. You know, it's maybe tenth or if he can put a decent lap together, qualify maybe better than that. But I just think he's going to be in pain, and then he's going to be frustrated during the first moto. You know, because these guys are not slow. You know, especially this first race, they're going to yeah. be going for it. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to get frustrated and be like, screw this, I'm not going to get 14. I'm going to the truck, you know. And I just, I, that's how I see it going. And I, I hope it's better than that. I, I really like the kid. But yeah, no, 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 no it, nobody's it, saying that. No, yeah. no, I just, that's how I see it going with the injury he's got and what I saw from him off What do you think, Dan? Uh, JT on to something? Do you agree? Yeah, the same thing kind of happened last year, right? Didn't he come up with an ankle injury? And uh, yeah, he raced the first moto, raced the first moto, got third, and then didn't race the second moto, or something like that. I um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try and get as much information as I can from the weekend. I'll tweet anything I I get from the race. But I, if he's really okay, but he rode today. I mean, he's practicing. Uh-huh. So if he if he is if he is okay, I'll put him somewhere in the six to nine range. If he's really just trying to get points to to get through the first three races like he said he was. That's right. what he said in his interview. He wants to get through to the break. Um, but I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I think this will be a, a waiting until we get more information. Um, I mean, what, what I don't get about that situation is what what good is one weekend off going to do? You know, yeah, I mean, we don't know I, details, though. I mean, I don't, for no, all I, we I don't, know, I mean, he has some kind of contract I'm, clause or – Something yeah, and I'm just posing the question. Through, I'm just posing know? the question. I definitely don't know yeah. anything about it. Um, you know, there could be something behind the scenes exactly like that where he needs to race a certain number of races or whatever. But if he's in this to race and not fulfill some obligation, I don't see what one weekend off is going to do in the grand scheme of healing. You know, that's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I, agree. I agree. I, I agree with you. I've heard the plan is to not really practice three weeks in a row and then take the break and come back and he's supposed to be better, but... 
man, I don't know. He's got a contract signed already for next year. He might need surgery on this thing. They generally don't heal well by themselves. I'm kind of with JT. Like, maybe he does get top 12 at Hangtown, but I think this thing catches up to him. Like, at some point. Well, you, yeah. you can't, even if you don't practice for three weeks, and you, if you race on Saturday and you put two hours of just beating on that thing, it doesn't matter if you huh. practice or not. It's Hang, not going to heal. Hangtown's super smooth. <laughs> yeah, right. What well, does, you know, Glenn Helen, like, it doesn't matter. Glenn Helen's no big deal. Yeah, you, you beat on that thing for two hours on Saturday, all the healing you just did is irrelevant. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. I just feel like there has to be something we don't know, or he would just go get it fixed and then come back at the end of the series with the F3. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what I mean? And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense in the, on the racing side. There's got to be something else to it. Yeah. So what can change your mind, JT, for top 12 if you find out about him? If he comes, well, I'll be there, which I know most of you out there won't, which is unfair. But you can watch, um, like we're doing this pre-show on NBC Sports app that you can watch practice highlights. And I will be analyzing practice. And, and obviously, Cooper Webb will be a hot topic during that discussion. Uh, but I would go off of that. I would go off of not only his one fast lap, I would go off of his multiple laps. So go on to, you know, AMA or promotocross.com and look at his, each lap to see if he's putting laps together or, you know, if he's doing a four minute, a four minute, and then one heroic lap in there where he's just gritting through the paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you're seeing that, then be very wary because he probably just, you know, he can't do that lap after lap and just wanted to get a time in. Mm-hmm. But if he's putting, if he's putting consistent laps in there fast, then I think you have to reassess and maybe put him in because clearly he's feeling it you know, like just like everyone else is, because that's what they're going to be doing. They're going to put in a lab, and then they're going to lower and lower and lower it until the checkered flag flies. So if he's capable of doing that, then, mm-hmm. yeah, by all means, put him in. All right. Uh, Zach Osborne, I think, will be top three or four. I think Plessinger will be good. Jesse Nelson is really good at Hangtown, has, and he's been riding outdoors Nelson, for a while. I have Nelson second. I have Nelson second. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I think I – think, I've been high on Nelson for the last few months just from, I haven't seen him ride personally, but mm-hmm. I know that he's been working really hard. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously all these guys have, but he's yeah. been okay. And he's been riding outdoors for the last few months. So yeah, yeah I put, I put Nelson third. The, so we were kind of on the same page there. What about Osborne JT? Where do you have him? I think he's top five. Oh, okay. Um, I'm higher on Osborne's chances than you two guys, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, I, well, I have him fourth. Yeah. Yeah, top, top five is, is strong. You know, he was uh, – I just – I don't trust him both motos. He seems like he, he'll get one good moto, one bad moto, or have a crash or a bad start, and that's plagued him throughout his whole career. Yeah. So that's just what I see happening. You know, maybe he goes like 9-4. That, that's Dude, he's – even 9-3. I feel like his bike is pretty good. He's literally 28 years old. He's been racing his class forever. He's got a little bit of experience where he can limit damage. He can do okay, especially the first round. You know, he won't be going balls out. Um, he's steady. He's consistent. So what, are you, so what are you saying then? I mean, I have him fourth. I mean, you got him to win? No, no, I think second. I think second, third. I think second on the, overall, really. I think second or third on the box. Um, now, Cooper's, yeah, the wild, I mean, it's Cooper's a wild I, I card. Know. Cooper's a wild card. Cooper, at 100%, Cooper beats Zach. No doubt about it. So, you know, but I yeah, just Cooper's not going to be 100. percent Right, you can right. count on that. Yeah. That's, that's not even a possibility. Um, I mean, obviously, we're speaking if this is a dry race too. I mean, if it's a mud yeah, race, yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course. Yeah, we can't predict. Um, Got to go with dry. I, I agree that if Cooper was 100, percent I believe he would be battling for the win. Yeah. Uh, my opinion is, I, we all we all kind of agree Martin wins. 
my next three could go in any order. I have Nelson, Zavocki, and Osborne, like, you know, kind of go off practice okay. times, see who they are. But those are my next three. Uh, what are your next three, JT, after Martin? Well, I have, I have Savachi first, or uh, second. Okay. Um, so I, I really think he's kind of turned the corner as far as this class goes. I think he's uh, I think he's a legitimate title threat. I just don't think he has the uh, just the experience and the, the championship um, level that Martin does, but I, I do think he's going to be a threat. So I have him second. I think it's, he's just got it all together this year finally. Uh, and then I have Nelson third. Uh, and then I have I have Osborne fourth, fourth, but there's a whole lot of guys in here where it's it's going to be dicey because there's a ton of talent well, you know, to back these guys up. I think we can all agree that Martin wins, and, and we have Osborne, Savachi, Nelson in some order, that next group. So look, in, look for that. I think Cincerillo will be up there, too. I would not be surprised to see Adam top five overall or fourth uh, or third. I don't think he gets second. I think somebody can beat him there. But Adam's another kid who's been riding out. I love the guys that have been riding outdoors for the whole time, uh, just getting ready, getting healthy. They usually have the jump on everybody. And so Adam's yeah. one of those dudes. We saw it last year. He qualified fastest. He led laps of the opening moto. Um, but, Dan, you're, you and I differ on Cincerillo. Uh, I, we do. Uh, right now, he's in my group of 10, 11, 12. And that's, that's crazy to me, Dan. That's crazy. I, I know, but I, I personally, I have Martin, Nelson, and Zavachi. Uh-huh. And then I have Osborne, Plessinger, and Alex Martin. And those guys are good. And I have Forkner seventh right now, and I still think that that's, he could go better than that. But I think seventh is, uh, seventh is where, I, where I'll probably yeah, go I'm, I'm, I think well, well, Let's talk about Forkner in a little bit, because I do have him on the list here, but where we think he's going to go. But, JT, thoughts on AC? I think he's going to lead a lap. I, I have him in my column that comes out Thursday. I have him pole shotting the first moto of the weekend. And he I think led he a lot leads. of laps last year, and he got like ninth in the first yeah, overall. Well, he cried, went over the bars, like big time. Part of, so, I mean, James Stewart would have 88 titles if that wasn't the case. No, no, I'm just saying he, he, he didn't get ninth because he was slow. He crashed. Uh, I'm, I just, I'm definitely I not saying Adam is 12th place speed. I just think that he hasn't raced for a very long time. That's my opinion. Yeah. Bro, he's... I don't know how he's going to finish. I have him top 10, but I, I do think he's going to lead a lap. That's all I was getting at. So you have him top 10. So, D- JT, you're leaning closer to where Dan says than I am. Um, I think uh, first weekend he's like 7-8 overall, something like that. Yeah, see, I I think 4, 5, or 6, man. I really do. Yep. I think I think it's uh, I think the pace is going to be a bit much at first because he's had such a long layoff. Bro, he's solid. He's good. I mean, how much more of a layoff has he had than uh, Jesse Nelson? Like six races. That's it. He raced the last six nationals last year. Nelson raced one Supercross. Yeah, so, but he's not going as fast as Jesse Nelson at the practice tracks. That's, you, that's a problem. Trust me, he's fine. That's funny you say that okay. because that's funny you say that because I got a text from somebody who said he was flying. You know, I don't, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not disagreeing that he's going super fast. I just said that he's not going as fast as Nelson. Right. That was all. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing well, but, that he's not going fast. Yeah. And I'm not disagreeing that he will be in the top five at some point this year. But he's only ever podium twice, I believe, in his career. And this is his fourth year. He's not uh, like, combined races ten not, though. Ten races in four years. Uh, that doesn't matter. Him and Cooper Webb turned pro the same weekend. Okay, well, I mean, all that doesn't matter. This is what we're talking Hangtown, and I think he's four, five, or six, and you guys, JT says seven or eight, and Dan, you say ten. 
ish. So we'll see. It should be interesting to see. We've already reached our first argument. Um, so you, uh, Forkner, let's talk Forkner. Uh, top 12, stamp it, JT? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, I, I'm a little bit lower on the expectations for Forkner than some other people out there. Okay, I'm lower I, on your phone than a lot of people were. All right. okay. um, is it better now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I've heard, and I, and I get it, a lot of people haven't watched this kid ride. I don't, Steve, have you ever watched him ride outdoors in person? No, on Monster Cup yeah, only. That, he looked, he looked right, great at Monster that, Cup, yeah. Right, and that's not a knock against you. I'm just saying I think that's the norm from people out there is they haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. I have seen it. I've seen him race Loretta's. I've seen him race at the Olympics. I've seen him race lots of places. So I'm not quite as high. I think his, his speed is pretty good. Nothing – I don't think it's mind-blowing mm-hmm. like I've seen from other kids moving up. You know, I kids like Bradley Taft and Chase Sexton and these other kids were – they were kind of giving, giving him everything that he wanted and more. Okay. Um. So I do think he'll be top 12. I do think he'll get a good start. I just think that he's dealing with a bunch of experts now and, and real professionals. So I think it's, it's going to be a little bit tougher than he thinks. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to come in really confident. And I think maybe the first weekend is going to be a little tougher than he's expecting. And I could be totally wrong. Maybe he comes out and he wins like UI Tomac. Uh, I just don't see that happening personally. But I would love for him to prove me wrong. That would be a great story for everyone. But for fantasy purposes, JT, you do think he'll be in the top 12? Yeah, I, yep. I'm thinking somewhere around nine or ten. Right. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, Dan, Dan, who, who, Dan says seventh. Yeah, I have a seventh. I have a seventh right now. I, I again think okay. he's going to get good starts. One thing I know, uh, I've seen, I've seen Austin from all the amateur races that I go to. I don't know him personally, but I know the people that he works with, and he doesn't let a lot of things phase him as far as like riders and things. So he's not going in that thinking he's going to win at all. So that's, I think that's going to help him. He doesn't think that he's better than these guys and he's going to win. He's really shooting for, I think, a top five to eight place finish, which I think is realistic. Um, I think he'll get a good start. He'll run up front, and I think about halfway these guys may may eat him up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the veterans like Osborne and Sabachi and guys that have, you know, have some series under their belt. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that. Uh, you know, I think he'll have speed, just like Adam. And, and and there was nothing. I wasn't talking bad about Adam. I think Adam's great. I just think he's been off the bike racing a long time, and that makes a big difference. I mean, it's huge. And um, I think that he'll be in the top ten, somewhere in the top ten, seven, eight, nine, somewhere like that. Right. Um, I just think guys like Plessinger and Osborne and Savachi beat him because of the experience. And, I, I mean, they're all so close in speed. Experience is going to play a factor, especially eight, at Hangtown. So uh, rough. Plessinger's a top ten overall guy, right? Everybody agrees? Yeah, Plessinger's going to be good. Right. I, I do like Plessinger's chances. He's actually going to have him at fifth spot. Uh, Alex Martin, top ten overall? I I have, yeah, yeah, you have to, right? I have Plessinger fifth and Martin sixth. Yeah, so people have been saying, right. again, take this for yeah. what it's worth, but he's really happy with working with Swanepoel. He's feeling a ton better. He's hauling ass outdoors. I mean, Phil told me this, and Phil hates him. You know, like Phil would never give him credit. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> Phil's like, yeah, dude, he's riding really well. So let's put A. Martin in the top ten. Uh, Geico Honda, Craig Jordan-Smith, R.J. Hampshire. I don't think Charbonneau makes the top ten. Um, I think Craig finishes the best. Do we? What do we all think, JT? Uh, I think it's possible, but I I, I kind of like Jordan Smith. I think Jordan Smith's going to be good. Christian Craig will be great. He he obviously proved that last year coming in and jumping right into the top five right mm-hmm. away. Yep. 
but I think he got to prepare kind of like what Forkner and Adam and Adam have been able to do and Justin Nelson. So I think that was a big bonus for him where this year he was riding supercross, you know, all winter. Mm-hmm. And that, for those of you who haven't done it, I, I struggled with that. I really struggled to make the transition and get up to my optimal speed, whatever level that was, you know, insert joke there, but it took me a while to get to where I felt comfortable. So um, I really think that it lends an advantage to, to ride all winter in the outdoors and come in hot versus where, you know, so I think Christian Craig will do as well. I just don't think he'll come in and get like third or fourth like we saw last year. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, I don't have uh, Hampshire, Justin Hill. I don't have Resland, uh, D- Marty Davalos. Uh, Davalos rides a 450. No, he's nope, 250s. He's 250s now. Oh, uh, that um, didn't go well. Uh, well it, depends on who you ask. We were confused about this as well, and we were frustrated. Uh, Colt Nichols, I don't have him in the top twelve. Like, should I put Nichols in there? Like, I have McElrath in the top twelve. I, I, I like Shane. I think he's solid. He works hard. He's not going to. I he's just in really I, good shape too. Yeah, he is, and I. So I have him like, you know, ten, eleven, twelve. I have Jordan Smith ten. I have, I have McElrath eight. I think okay, he's, so uh, he's, he's a good starter. He's in good shape. Uh, I like McElrath. So we don't. Have, I don't know right. My question marks are Hill. Um, yeah, Hill. I, I don't know. I, I didn't see. I mean, he again, he hasn't raced in a long time. Is everything okay? Uh, Oldenburg is very good. Uh, you know, he's been mm-hmm. he's with the CLD team for first four races again, like last year. You know, um, I think he'll stay on all summer after his first four races. I think he'll do fine. But uh, you know, there's a couple guys that could be in that top twelve. That last spot's going to be something. I think you have to look at practice. I mean, you can look at guys like Bashaglia and Renslin and. And oh, even Rodriguez. Nichols? Stuff like that. What about Nichols? Yeah, I have Nichols in 12th right now. So oh, okay. I have, I do have who do you – who? so who do you have in – I have my top 12, I and I don't have Nichols in there. I don't I don't have Cooper – I don't have Cooper oh, okay. in there right now. I so, put Webb in there. Yeah, so, okay. Because I wasn't – I did this prior to even know if he was racing or not. So, right. I mean, if, if Webb was in there, then I would have to bump my 12th guy, which would be Nichols right now. But I also have Justin Hill in 10th so, or 11th, so I don't know if he's – I mean, that'll be something I'll have to look at. I know he has been riding a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there's a few guys. I think that those last few spots are going to be going to be tough. You'll have to make some decisions. And I, don't, I don't think everybody – I don't think many people will get all 12 guys right this weekend. No, no, I feel bad because, like I said, I don't have Colt Nichols. Justin Hill's a huge wild card. Now, he's fine. He could have come back at the end of Supercross. They just kind of decided to wait. So he's fine. He's been riding like- and all that guy like Kyle Peters or, or even Norin, who's really good outdoors. Norin's you know? 450s. Norin's 450s. He has 450? Yeah. Okay, he's on the um, um, so, yeah, like it's tough, man. Like I, Marty, I mean, do we think Marty can get it in there in the top 12? I don't know. Tough to say. Yeah. So he, he obviously could. He, I mean, yes. So, Dan, I, Dan, our list is only different by I have Cooper and uh, you don't, and that could go either way. And other than that, our, our yeah. list is the same. You have, instead of Cooper Webb, you have Colt Nichols. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. If, I did this, like I said, before Cooper's racing. So, um, yeah, I, I can go either way. And, I mean, Colt could have a really good practice time, and I may move him up. And, mm-hmm. and depending on how RJ or Craig is, those are my bottom guys right now. So JT, Jordan um, Smith and RJ scare me, though. They both scare me. 
yeah, they're they're stressful and they crash. <laughs> I think Jordan. I think Jordan's a little worse. I think RJ's a little a little bit less of a crasher, but he crashed on Supergrass, so uh, it's tough to make that point too strongly. But I do. Uh, I do like Jordan Smith for some reason. I, I think. Uh, I think he's he's gonna do something. I don't, I don't know why I have that feeling. I, I thought he was gonna do well at Vegas too, mm-hmm. and, and that didn't really pan out. Um, but I just I like. You should him. be able to pick a uh, a team for a whole shot. I think. Because <laughs> I don't, I can't decide. But I'm picking. I'm going big this year. I'm picking whole shots and everything. <laughs> so JT Dan and I have the same top twelve outside of Webb and uh, Nichols. Um, so Jeremy Martin, Zach Osborne, Savachi, Nelson, AC, Cooper Webb, Plessinger, Martin. No, I don't. I don't. No, have no, no, a, I don't have AC. Oh, you don't have AC. At all? No. In your I top ha- 12? I don't. No, he's not in top 12 right now. Okay, so who do you have outside of that that I don't have? Martin, Craig, mm-hmm. Jordan Smith, McElrath, and uh, Forkner. Yeah, I would I would put, um, you're saying beyond, besides those guys. Well, I'm saying that's my top 12, and, Dan, and yep. Dan has the same one except for Webb and AC. And yep. he, he has Nichols and I don't know who. I have Nichols, Nichols and Hill right now. Hill, okay. And so, JT, yeah. what do you think? There's a few guys on here that I'm unsure about, and I just don't. I don't know what to think about Charbonneau. I would say probably not. Stop it! Stop it! I don't. You never know with these amateur kids. Honestly, you don't. You don't know what to. You don't know what to think from Fortner. You don't know what to think from Charbonneau. So I don't think I'm going to put Charbonneau in there. But I'm always wary of the amateur kids who've done nothing but ride outdoors their whole life and then show up to Hangtown on a factory bike. That's all I'm saying. I would have never thought that Tomac was going to win Hangtown. I promise you that. No, but you would have had him in the top five, I think. I think we all had him in the top five. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I mean, he came out and dominated that day. You know, I just I didn't see that coming. So, uh, Barsha, the same way. You know, those guys came out just swinging. Um, I think Oldenburg has a chance to be in there, especially if the weather doesn't cooperate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Some outside yeah, if the, outside if, the we, if the weather changed, I mean, it could, it of course, could yeah, that changes oh, I, everything. I think, yes, I mean, I think Rensland can get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaglia. Yeah, Rensland. Uh, I think Colt Nichols is is certainly on form to be in there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't see anybody that just jumps off the page. Of that you know, did you guys have Hampshire in there? I don't have Hampshire in there. Yeah. No, I do not. Yeah, I would. I would have Hampshire in there. He would, um, he would be in my top twelve. Would you, as a safe strategy, Dan, for our listeners, maybe Webb being the question mark, the only question mark, would you literally take the top 12 in qualifying? If you were just stumped, if you were just at first round, I don't know what's going on, I'm scared, help me. Is that something you would yeah, do? Yeah, I did, I did that at the first, I think at the first East Coast round of Supercross. I couldn't decide, and, you know, I just, I took it, and it worked out pretty good. I mean, you got to remember, those guys are going to be fast, and you get points in Moto Dynasty by being the closest to the finish. So the guy who qualified fourth gets six. You still get 15 points. It's still a good pick. You know what I mean? You don't. It doesn't have to be exact. So, um, yeah, I think I, I'm not against that at all. JT, is that a decent strategy? I think so. I've talked to a few fans that they said their best weekend of the year was when they just copied the practice time. So um, I don't think you can win a series doing that because I think there's too much. 
No, but uh, opening round, uh, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know. I just think there's too much insight that you can put in. You know, uh, weather and guys are in shape, out of shape, if it's hot, cold, whatever. But if you just have no idea what you're doing and say you're, this is your first weekend ever doing fantasy motocross, which I have a few friends that it will be, it's not a terrible strategy. No, no, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, we, we know not to put Purcell first if he qualifies first. Things like that. I mean, if. Yeah, and Webb. If and Webb, if you're on the fence first, about Webb. Yeah, if you're on the fence about Webb, yeah, you can qualify Webb really well. qualifies second or third. I mean, and you're on the fence about him, you know, move him down a little bit. But that's not a bad strategy to put those top. 12 in there and then move them around if you want, you know, but yeah, so you like, I mean, us, Craig a better. us three experts. I mean, we help you guys, but we don't know anything really more for outdoors that you guys do. We'll, we'll all have conclusions after Hangtown, uh, which guys faded, which guys keep strong, which guys brought their game, et cetera, et cetera. But for now, not a bad strategy. Just take your 12 and, and maybe move web down a little bit, you know? So, um, it's tough though, man. Jesus tough. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving out Marty. I'm leaving out Hampshire out of mine. I'm leaving out uh, Nichols right now. But but I like it. I like it like this. I know they've asked us, uh, do we like the top 12 or top 22? If we were picking the top 22, I feel like it would be a lot easier. We just throw in Hampshire and Smith and Oldenburg and, you know, those guys. Yeah. And then yeah. everybody gets points for those, you know. So yeah. doing the top 12, it definitely makes it harder. Yeah. Because you know, you're going to leave out a guy that's good and, you know. If you want a little insight, and I, this is what factory teams do quite a bit to, to gauge who's really riding well on a weekend, go on the website, pull up the times, forget about the first time, look at their second fastest time, and, and then categorize your guys by their second fastest time. Because a lot of times guys put in that hero lap and they can never back it up. It was just some fluke lap. And then obviously they were trying more than one time over the course of two practices. Go off the second lap, and that's going to show – a lot more about who can sustain that, that pace, and that's a, a more legitimate number. So um, it's not the end-all data, but it definitely is something that factory teams look at to kind of see who's got what. Uh, NFAB, RacerX Fantasy Moto Podcast, n-fab.com. Scott Sports, established in 1958, global leader in manufacturing developing products. Scott-sports.com. Johnny Knowles will be on his game now for outdoors with the uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Cowie guys, the Auto Trader, JGR, Yamaha, PTO Sports, KTM, Trey Kennard, Baggett, Porcel, all running Scott goggles. Some retro Scots coming down the road, I think. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it, JT, but look for that soon. Exciting news from the uh, from the guys uh, at Scott Sports. So, um, all right, Moto Dynasty 450 class. Let's move on to that. First of all, let's just deal with Stu right off the bat. The number seven right off the bat. Uh, Did anybody see that video today? I didn't see a video, no. Why would we, pick, why would we start off with Stu? Because I just want to know yes or no. I just I don't know why we would start there. Because yes or no, I want to get him out of the way. Be, if you've seen this video, he's in first. What video? I'm Who is it? Watch it right what now. video? Somebody, somebody tagged me in some video of him with like Dirt Rider or Dirt Bike or something. I think Parabino sent it to me, and he's like skimming the whoops and skims off a tabletop, something that only he could do. It's pretty amazing. Well, you got to give us – I'm looking at Instagram. And Instagram? Okay, it's, not, it it's not on dirt bike. we got to see this. we got to see this video. Um, it, it is on Dirt Rider Mag. Dirt what? Rider Mag. I just saw that. Okay, oh, wait. Is it Blake Baggett? Okay, no. Here we go. Oh, wheel tapping. 
Dragon back wheel tap, JT. I'm in. I'm in. Stew to the top. Oh, you're back now? I'm back. Um, oh, no. 24-0. That's uh, not, you're not even turning right there. Like that's, you know what? Outdoors are all about turns, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> like, okay, so Stu's racing. No matter what we see from him in practice, is he in your top 12, Dan Truman? He's not right now, even after that video. But that video is impressive, right? But he's not in, the, uh, he's not in my top 12 right JT, now. JT, is he in your top 12? No, hell no. No way. You say this in my top twenty. You say this on our pods, but you've picked them after you've denied this. After you've strong I, I I am done. I'm officially done. Oh my god. This is for the record. Now you're officially done? Okay. Yes, officially. Stamp it. All right. I don't know how he can I just don't know how he can do two two I'm, very long motors. I'm with you guys. he's out of my top twelve. I don't care where he qualifies. I don't care. I don't care either. He he's I don't want to say he's dead to me because that's that's I don't think that's appropriate, but he's, I'm done with an advanced moto. <laughs> okay. Uh, if he does, I would rather not pick him this weekend. He goes and wins. That's great. Everyone else wouldn't have him to win anyway, and then I'll pick him at Glen Helen. Right. <laughs> like, congrats congrats show, to everyone else. You are better than me if he yeah. goes and kills it. All right. Yep, so, show, show, show me something, and then I'll pick him at Glen Helen. Okay, Hangtown. Uh, Blake Baggett hauls ass at this track. Is it enough? To get into the Dungy, Rocks, and Tomac top three, Dan. I have Baggett fourth or fifth right now. Okay. Um, so not, I have, not fast I, enough to get into no. Dungy, Rocks, and Tomac territory. I'm not saying it's not possible, but well, I know, those Dan. Guys yes. Are my top three. <laughs> uh, Dungy to win, right? JT? John Dungy Tomac. to win? Tomac to win. Tomac to win. Okay. Yep. I have Tomac. I have Tomac, Roxon, Dungy, Anderson, Baggett right now. Wow. Some shockers here. I have here. the same, but I have Tomac, Dungy, Roxon, Anderson, Baggett. That's my top five. Has Dungy ever won Hangtown? He won it last year for the first time? Or no? No, he didn't win last year. No, Sorry. Tomac. Yeah. He's never won Hangtown, I don't believe. He would have had to have won Hangtown at some point. No? Mm, it's debatable. I think it's literally the only track he's ever won at. Oh, okay. Um... I got to look this up. So JT, you're just yeah. You think Tomac's better? You think he's fixed? We'll sh- we'll see what happens. Um, I think I think at that track, from what I saw last year, mm-hmm. I like Tomac to win. Yep. So okay, well, and, and, no matter what you think, people, Tomac rocks and Dungy in some order should be your top three. Correct. That is correct. Right, Dan. Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have Baggett fourth. I think Baggett can get fourth. He hauls ass at Hangtown. Um, Anderson, Kennard, and that next group. I think Marvin, I talked about this on our preview pod, I think Marvin will be up there quick more than people think. Um, Seeley, Anderson, and that next group. Now we're getting to six, seven, eight guys. Bogle, Tickle. Barsha, I'm confused on. But I think he's a top. Tickle was good at, uh, at Hangtown last year. I believe six overall. Who? Yeah. Bam Bam? Six, eight. Yeah. Tickle. Uh, tickle. Oh, Tickle. Uh, yeah, I went 15, 13 point-wise. So yeah, that's a six, uh, six nine six, or eight. Six, six, eight. Eight. Yep. So Tickle did pretty well last year. That uh, he's got his wrist though. I'm more a little worried about his wrist, but um, I like Anderson. I, he was good. He was fast there last year. He was, he was third really in fast third in the first moto last year. Yeah, I like Anderson at that track. I think it's very similar to what he grew up on. Mm-hmm. That dirt is, is similar, uh, even though they've added a lot of, of moisture and rice holes or whatever they call it to the dirt. It's still that same kind of surface. So. 
Okay. I think he'll get. I think he'll get good starts. That bike is great on the start. I think on outdoor, it has a lot of torque. And uh, yeah, I, so, I, I think Anderson's chances are, are good. Canard, are you putting Baggett, Canard, Anderson like I have, or no? I have Canard six. Um, I just I, I can't put him any higher than that based on his starts. I just Who, can't do it. Who's your fourth? Uh, I have Anderson four, oh, okay. Baggett five, Canard six. six. Yeah, Canard six. Uh, Dan, are you okay with Baggett, Canard, Anderson four, five, six, in some order, in, like in whatever mm-hmm. order? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. Anderson, Baggett, Canard, and, and okay. actually that order, and then yeah. Yep. All right, so let's move on to seven, eight, nine. Uh, Muscan, Sealy, Bogle. Is that all right? Yeah, those. I, I'm a little worried about Sealy. I, I haven't seen enough of out of him outdoors to automatically put him in six, seven, eight territory yet. Yeah, oh. he, he's an eighth for me. I have that exact order: Marvin, Sealy, Bogle. Okay. Yeah. Um, Barsha? I like, Bogle. I like Bogle to beat Sealy. You like Bogle yeah. to beat Sealy, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Oh. I, think, uh, I think maybe Tickle, Tickle's in there somewhere, too. Yeah. yeah, Tickle's my next guy. I have Tickle, Grant, Barsha, my next three. Okay, so Barsha, we're going, I mean, obviously, look, he won motos last year. It was later on in the season, but so we're, we're he, it's so tough, Dan. We didn't see anything out of him in Soupy, you know? Yeah, it is tough. And I think, again, this is just like the 2D class. I think those Top nine, ten with Tickle are, are pretty, mm-hmm. I think they're good. And then, you know, obviously, Marshall can get a sixth or a seventh or even better. I don't know. But yep. the next three, next, the last few spots, there's a lot of guys. Okay. Pike can be in there. Well, I have Pike in my top 12. He did well there last year. If you look at Weston's finishes there last year, he went uh, uh, third, over, third in the second moto. He went uh, yeah. eight, three. So Pike. That 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 place gets me into Pike gets into my top twelve with that. What about Josh Grant? Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. so I don't have, I don't have Brayton who doesn't start well in California tracks and doesn't start well outdoors. Period. Doesn't like the California tracks. I don't have Brayton. I don't have Short. I don't have Grant. I don't have Bloss. You don't have Grant in your top twelve. Or Purcell. I don't have Purcell wow. in my top twelve. Wow. I don't have Purcell either, but who's your last three? I have Tickle, Grant, Barsha. Who do you have? Tickle, Barsha, Pike. Oh, so, yeah, so you just, yeah. I mean, we're pretty much the same. So tell me how I get, how do I put Grant in there, JT? Who do you take out for Grant? I have to put Grant in there. He's a former Moto winner there. Well, who do you take out? Uh, I would put Grant over, over Pike for sure. Pike got third last year there in a moto. Yeah, but it's not. He also podiumed a bunch of supercrosses too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, just, I don't think Pike's on the same great. form that he was last year right now. Okay. Um, I, I think you have to put Grant in your top 12. That, that's my opinion. He's, a, he's really good at that track. The first two rounds, actually the first three rounds, are Josh Grant territory. They are. I, I firmly yeah. believe that. He's good. No, he's good. Um but who? I guess Tickle. I wouldn't take Pike out. I would take Tickle out if it was if this was my list. If I had to get Grant in there, oh, man, I, that's tough. I, yeah, I, I, least, I, I just don't. I don't. Lo- I don't love the way that Pike's riding right now. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you know, Josh Grant has been so excited for outdoors all year. I mean, yeah, he has to be in your top twelve. Has to be. I, 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 don't firmly, to, I just you don't I have to tell me. You don't have to tell me anything. It doesn't have to be anything. This isn't Nazi Germany, bro. I'm not telling you. I'm telling the listeners. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't have short like Brayton, Stu. I mean, those are really the only guys. I don't. Purcell. Purcell. Yeah, G- I don't have Purcell. JT, do you have racing? 
I mean, he, the, yeah, he's know. crafty Frenchman. JT, Porcel, top 12? I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with him. I definitely don't have Shorty or Brayton, which they'll probably hate me for this weekend. Uh, Porcel, I'm really iffy on. He's in the same as Pike. Uh, I would put Tickle, Barsha, and um, Josh Grant ahead of those those other ones. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what Purcell would do. I'm gonna have to wait and see in brackets, which he's probably only gonna give me one good lap anyway, so I'll probably just be just as confused at twelve fifty eight when yeah. I'm freaking out. Yeah. Man, it's actually, tough. I'll, I'll be live yeah. on NBC Sports so I won't be even be able to look at my phone, which is not great. Yeah, that's that's, that's even more for you. Bad bad deal for you. Man, this Dungeon's is never Dungeon's never won hangtown. I just looked all the way back. He's never won. Okay. Um, he, won, he won a moto. He won a moto. He got one, two, and Chad went two, one. And then he won a moto twice. But overall, well, this is yeah, this is tough. If Grant has to be in my top twelve, then I got to take out. I think Barsha's a lock. I think Bogle's a lock. I think Seeley's a lock, and then of course all the guys above there are locks. So I got to take uh, Tickle out, I guess, or Pike to put Grant in. Well, let's we'll see. Think you're a little higher on Pike. I think you're a little higher on Pike than we are because of last year. Dude, but, these guys uh, are these guys are kooks. They're all kooks. He got third at the moto last year. He's going to feel good. You know, he's going to be like, "Yeah, I'm good." Do you, you remember the first moto? Though? The first moto was a disaster. He got eighth. Yeah. yeah, but he was like he was third in the first moto or fourth in the first moto and went backwards like really bad. Did he? I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I was out in Glen Helen the next weekend. He almost yeah, front flipped down a hill. And, yeah, well, he still did well though. The second yeah, moto was strong. He, he actually surprised me. The second moto, but the first moto was really—he said he's got arm pump really bad. Right. Um. um oh, and I don't Phil, know. You could be right. You yeah. could be right, but I, I just—I haven't seen the same form from him. We don't have Phil in the top twelve. We don't have Norn in the top twelve. No, not yet. Right. I can't put those guys. But right. but Phil has has done well hang time before. Yeah. With Alan Brown when he was on Alan Brown's team years ago, he mm-hmm. got the top twelve back then. Norrin's so. fast too, bro. Norrin is good. Like he's quietly pretty good. I watched a kid he a is. lot. Yep. Yeah, um, he is. I like uh, I, I like I agree. That's a, that's a big key for him. What'd you say? I mean I can't take I can't take Phil. He's gonna crash. Phil Phil starts are a huge bonus for him as far as, you know, staying out of trouble and, and being at the front. Uh, what about pole position, moto winner, and a hole shot? Any? I mean, would you guys do any of that? I like Eli for the pole position. I have Eli Tomac, Eli Tomac, and then I have Andrew Short. <laughs> Jeez, you think Shorty's really going to pull a holy? I think Dungeon's got a hole shot. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe. Can he really do that? I don't, I don't like Short. I don't like Shorty for the hole shot because he doesn't run the same transmission or do third gear starts. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, I actually, I didn't. I don't have a whole shot picked. I have, but I do have a pole position and heat winner. And I have a QI to max like this both. Interesting. Okay. All right. So yeah. All right. So we we're pretty close on. Uh, you know, it's, we talk about how how up for grabs these these uh, classes are, but all three of us are we're pretty solid in our top twelves in Moto Dynasty, outside of a couple of guys. So I guess if, it's it's mu- if it's muddy, do you move Barsh way up? Yes, yes, and por- probably put Porcel up too. Yeah, you know, um, you drop out like all these guys are pretty good in the mud. Marvin's pretty good in the mud. Probably yeah, Roxon, Kenny, Kenny rides mud well. He um, does ride the mud really well. All right, um, let's go to motocross fantasy. Uh, you can get the 
uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Head to RM Fantasy at uh, RM Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com, not the Fantasy League because they uh, they don't have it. So R- Rocky Mountain ATV MC.com uh, to visit those guys and to uh, get some uh, power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Excuse the dog barking in the background. Um, all right, Motocross Fantasy League. Let's go here. Uh, I got to log for in. Anybody, okay. For anybody uh, listening, we're going to do a friend's division. Yes. Myself and some guys, you know, industry people, JT, Obiana, Carbinos. It's a friend's division. Uh, we do have some wagers, and it's it's pretty fun. We do a weekly weekly winner that gets some extra money, and uh, and then we a top five overall. So uh, write me on Twitter, Dan Truman, on, or email me. It's Dan4252 at AOL.com, and I'll give you all the details. Okay. So. Um, all right. Hangtown, Motocross Fantasy, four riders. Of course, you can't pick the same guy two weeks in a row, but this is wide open now. Uh, you can pick anybody you want for this. Um, geez. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Adam Cincerillo is not... Adam Cincerillo is not double points. I'm not quite sure how that works, but um, yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. It's my first time looking at this, so I apologize. Let's see. There's a ton of options here. So just to just to yeah. help you out, Steve, this this the options are limitless, basically in this 250 class. So yeah, really, right? Yes, it's like awesome. Forkner and Smith and Oldenburg and Charbonneau. Geez. I'm gonna score 400 points. Yeah, Forkner's a nine. Uh, Arno Tonus is an 11. I think he'll be yeah, our. I didn't mention him. What? Uh, is Tony's racing? Yeah, t- yeah, he's racing. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't mention him in our top 12. I don't I think he's top 12, but he's I didn't a, know he was racing. He's an 11. So um Yeah, do not pick a single single no handicap rider. You're an idiot if you do, right? If you do, you're, yeah. yeah, you're it's terrible this weekend to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um jeez, yeah, there's a lot of guys. Quickly though, Dan, who do you like? Who stands out? Uh, Forkner, for me, obviously, we talked about it. We've all had him kind of in our top 12. He's a nine, which, you know, anybody that's new to this, he has to get 19th or better to pay off. Um, I think that's doable, both motos. Uh, same as goes with Jordan Smith. So, uh, Cooper Webb's an eight. Um, assuming he's going off of a wrist injury. That's what what Justin did there. Uh, I mean, if he races and he's healthy, you have to pick him, I think. Mm-hmm. I know he's not 100%, but... That's that's an eight. Like if he's going there to line up, you got to think he's going to get points. Right? Well, no, JT just said he's he's probably doesn't think he's going to finish either moto. Well, I mean, you have to watch practice. That's what I told you. You can't just you can't assume anything. I think with Webb right now, I would stay away from Webb because there's so many other picks, so many other good guys. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there are a ton of picks. I mean, we we all mentioned uh, you know Renlin and and Tonis Oldenburg, Charbonneau. We don't know how he's going to be. Something to look at practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Luke Clout's back, right? Um, he's a 14. He was very good in Supercross when he was here the few weeks that he was here. Geez, I don't, uh, know, I don't know if I can go on an Australian kid that I'm not really quite sure about that I saw one time. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen him more than one time. But, I mean, okay, go with a Starling, an 18 or, or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm racing. Uh, what about uh, Marshall Wilson? <laughs> Dan. Yeah, we he's, don't know. Uh, no, he's, he's racing East Coast. He's going to pick it up on the East side. Um, okay. And Wentland's in 450s. He's listed here as 250s. Wentland is 450s. So um, he's a 17. If he's a 17 in 450s, I'm probably going to pick him. That's really hot. Quick little story. I picked Wentland last year. He was an 18. 
which was like, or whatever he was, a 12 to 18, and he was crushing it, like inside the top, whatever, gets rocked through the cases, couldn't get the parts for the second moto. I get zero points. And then he scored two hundred or hundred points the next weekend. So pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Dan I'll Truman, never forget that. Dan Truman, holding grudges since '04. Me, um, me and Carson Butler were very upset. He picked it as well. Uh, Cunningham's a 16. JT, Kyle Cunningham, a veteran guy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It'll probably bite you if you pick Kyle Cunningham every weekend. But yes, I I do like him at a 16. I just really like this board. I I think if Justin could open it up this much every week, I think the game would be much more fun. So um, I know we bag on Justin a lot, but he did a good job with these picks this weekend. Uh, the Cooper Webb one, I, I'm a little iffy on. It could turn out to be everyone picks him, and it, you know, it's 50 points across the board. But uh, I like the picks for, for the most part. I think there will be a ton of variety and different picks by everyone. There's just too many other good guys for me to pick Webb on being so uncertain, to me, anyway. But, but at yeah. least, at least... <clears throat> He enticed you. You know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. not a gamble. Yeah, yeah. If, if he was like a, if he was a normal pick, obviously no one would pick him. But even if he was like a zero, I don't think many people would pick him because it's too scary. Yeah. But you put him, if you put him at an eight. Yeah. If he goes out there and gets eleven, and you know, he can't ride all that well, but it goes like similarly, similarly to his Vegas race, uh-huh. he gets you know twelve, then yeah. it's. It's a pretty good pick, but it fits right in with I mean, everyone else. So it's, there's just a ton of good picks. I mean, Kyle Peters yeah. is the 15. Like that's a good pick, I think. Yeah, oh. yeah I like Cunningham uh-huh. at, a, at a 16. If I had to, I like Cunningham there. I like uh, Reslin as a 10. I, think I that, love we Peters have a, at a 15. Love who? Peters. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. We haven't mentioned uh, Fry at all. Um, I love Jordan Smith at eight. I wouldn't put Fry in my top 12, but uh, I do like him at a 16. I mean, he's on a good team. He's got a good bike. He's got some experience now. I mean, a 16 is pretty good. I think I like Tonus you know? at the 11 better than I like Fry at a at a 16. Uh, t- I'm going to stay away from Tonus. I have I mean, he's only ever done two motos ever. I know. You don't know how. He's, he's better, and he's been riding outdoors. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, he's been riding outdoors for a while. So. You like Jordan Smith in an 8 or – Alex Fry at a 16. Smith? To me. Yeah. yeah. Fry's, yeah, like Fry's sketchy. You know? Yeah, so Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You're right. Less sketchy, I there's would a say. Lot, there's a lot of 250 picks. I mean, honestly, I couldn't even tell you who I'd pick right now because right. I have to see practice. Yeah. Because there's just so many guys. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But, you know, should have like, if we could have it like this every weekend, you realize how fun this season, whole season would be? Yeah, I mean, honestly, at the end of Supercross, I, going with like five rounds ago, I, I never moved like one or two spots yeah. up or down because it was so hard to make up points or lose. You wouldn't lose points. You could just at the end of the season, everyone picked the same. You, were, you had at max one different pick than I did every week because it was so predictable. Yeah, yeah, and not only you. I mean, the same with our all of our friends in the group right. text. You know, everyone sends the text and. You know, I do the points, and I only had to do the points for, like, nine guys every weekend because, (laughs) you know, everybody had the same guys. Um, Okay, 450s on Motocross Fantasy on the NFAB, Racer X Fantasy Motocross Show, 450 Motocross Fantasy. Again, I'm looking quickly here. Quickly, I haven't seen these. Jason Brooks will be be my pick at uh, Southwick, by the way. I'm going to save him. Uh, Wetland's not on the list. I'm sure Justin will add him. You know, I'm sure some people will be added. 
at the last minute. Vin, I wish Vince Freeze was racing. He was a 16. I love that. But uh, yeah, Alessi, are Alessi and Freeze no, out. Alessi sure. and Freeze are out. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. J- James Stewart a six. 16th or better. <laughs> well, no, according to the JTs. He could be at 60 and he'd be out. <laughs> oh, here we go. I've heard that. <laughs> no before. way. Uh, I mean, you got to look at that. You have to look at Stewart he is out for me. <laughs> Andrew Short at a six. Yes or no? No. Okay. Yeah, too many other good picks. Yeah, too many other good picks. I agree. Uh, Cole Sealy's a five. There's not as many good 450 picks, in my opinion. Cole Sealy? There's not, but there's, there's too many for to pick Shorty there. Seth Rarick was in studio with a sling on last week or two weeks ago. <laughs> and he got him raised. Chad Reed is an eight. Was Come that a Timothy on. injury for Webb? Come on, Justin. Stop this. Like, stop it with the Chad Reed. Stop it. Um, Let's see here. I like Bogle at a four. Uh, Cunningham's a fourteen and four fifty. So, <laughs> but, uh, he, man, John Collier thing is Collier <laughs> racing on the five hundred or anything. I feel five hundred. I feel like Collier will be at Glen Helen though. I mean, I'll pick him. I pick him every year he races. <laughs> Plays after off. Ride a, he always after gets top twenty. After I see our five hundred tomorrow for a uh, magazine test. Wow. Oh, jeez. Um. These, these are definitely harder. Like tickle out of one's tough. You know, I don't see a lot of value in that. What's Phil? Um, Phil's a seven. I don't mind that. Yeah, that's not terrible. Justin Brayton's pickable, maybe at a fifteen. I mean, a five. A five. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Norn at eleven. Sealy's a five. Come on, that's a pretty good one, right? Norrin's a pretty yeah, solid pick at an 11, right? <clears throat> yeah, Norrin, The only thing with Norrin I'm sketched on is, like, his program. Like, how – who's his mechanic? What's going on? I follow him on Instagram. It seems like he's really he str- struggling to get to the race. So I thought he was on Chisholm's team. No, no, that didn't work out, I guess. Oh. What is Chiz? Right. Speaking of Chiz, what, a 12? <sighs> Might be tough. He's going to be under the Does gun. It- doesn't Honda give him some factory equipment? I don't know. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, he's like their test guy. Chisholm. Yeah, I think he does their outdoor testing. Yeah, I just don't know what they give him. They may give him some factory stuff, but it just, so about, he does all the testing for him, and then he just rides the stock bike. No, I'm saying, <laughs> is who's his mechanic? Trust me, he's got a little bit of a sketchy program. So, our shit is shit going to fall off his bike? You know what I mean? What kind of parts is he running? What kind of aftermarket sponsors he's got? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping factory. No, no. He may have forks and shock, but that's about it. It's not always the mechanic's fault. Sean Rice, mechanic that I used to hate Sean Rice when he bike broke every weekend, he was Malcolm's mechanic this year at Supercross. He won just won a title. title. It's not the mechanic. Yeah, it's not his fault. <laughs> he was just working with bad equipment. So. Um, I can't wait till Brown shows what up about, at Muddy Creek and Dowdy's at Southwick. That'll be great picks. <laughs> what about uh, someone like uh, Benny Bloss out of nine? I don't know, JT. I think it's all right. I don't. I don't think it's a slam dunk. You know, I think it's he's pickable there for sure. I think the only like slam dunk picks, in my opinion, would be Sealy at a five, Bogle at a four. No, uh, no, Bogle at a four is not a slam dunk. What? I have in my top Absolutely. twelve. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, you just don't know. He's. He what could, you, I mean, he's not getting any worse than eighth or ninth. He could crash. Okay, well, yeah, everyone could crash, but... No, but t- Bogle's a little bit of that. A little bit of that. I just slam dunk. When was the last time he cracked? If he was crash, a really. six or eight, uh, that's a slam dunk, but... He's a slam dunk at a four. Okay. Dan? 
Yeah, I, I like Bogle. He was fast there last year until he had that big crash, but oh. it wasn't even his fault. Oh, what do you know? He crashed. But, okay. uh, we got landed on. What do you want? Yeah, puts himself in that um, position. All right. Uh, I like- when you look at the board, he's the only he's one of the only ones that jump off the page. Like, yeah, I kind of got to pick that that guy. I like. I mean, Stu's jumping off the page for me. Stu's jumping off the track. I like. God, I keep watching that Instagram video. Stop it, Dan. Yeah, stop that. Um, <laughs> I like Phil and Norrin and Seeley. What about Tommy Hahn? Oh, geez. Outdoor winner, overall winner. Yeah. Huh. I mean, that's not. He's a thirteen, right? Yeah, thirteen. I mean, he should be better than that, but geez, he's sketchy. Like week in and week out, he pulls off a lot. One and out. I'm, I'm scared his bike will look like Will Hahn's bicycle at the end of the moto. <laughs> Poor Will Hahn. Poor Will Hahn. Um, <laughs> like, hey, Justin, Kyle Keith, he's an 18. He ain't making it. Kyle Keith isn't making Hangtown from Toronto. <laughs> Uh, Tony Ar- Tony Archer. Stop it, Dan. Stop it. Stop he it. He got top 20 overall last year. <clears throat> yeah, I know. He's a no, I'm looking at Mathis. He's, he's bagging on you, but I look at the results. He was top 20 overall last year at Hangtown. I think he's had a rougher – I follow him on Twitter, and it seems like he's had a lot of injuries. Um, yeah. Is um, LeMay's racing? LeMay's riding for Blue Buffalo. He's a 14. He is. How do we feel about I that? I don't like that. He's good at Hangtown. He is, right? Didn't he get like a top yeah. 10 one year? Uh, I think he I don't did. Think he got top 10. I think but he got top 10 at... on a Rock River bike. Yeah. I don't think so. Hey, he was ex-brand goggles. Yeah, I don't think he got top 10. Ah, I um, think he did. No, nah, you're going to need to prove that. I'm working on that right now. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> what year do you think it would have been? I don't know. He was great, though. Ex-brand goggles. Do we think there's any value for Barsha at a zero? Um, no, not with all these other guys, right? Yeah, it's tough. It's, man, what if he just comes out and has the form? You know, he just flips the switch. He's right back on, you know, top three, top five. Barsha? Yeah, Barsha. <laughs> Sounds like Barsha. Bam, bam. I mean, believe me, I'm a huge JGR supporter, but. Your multinational you winner I'm, last year. I agree, but uh, LeMay never got top ten, by the way. Dude, I swear. He's only ever had, he's only he's ever had one top Google. 10 in his career. Yeah, he's only ever had one top 10 ever in his career. I think he I was, was just, maybe like, a moto. Did he get a moto in the top 10? Uh, at Utah, he got 10th overall. At like Elsinore, he got 9th overall. And that's it. What, 1915? That's quite off the top 10 pace I was speaking of. <laughs> um Fourteenth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lemay, yeah. He is good there. He yeah. is fast there. I do, I do remember that. He's a fourteen. He yeah, he's a fourteen. But one, coming from arena cross, you wonder how much prep he's done. You wonder what just his... with that whole handlebar thing set up they got going on. <laughs> that's that's slows I mean, down something right there. I have a hard time picking those guys because the handlebars. I'm not kidding. It's tough. Mm. I feel like it slows them down. It just makes me not want to cheer for him. Jeez. Yeah. Listen to you guys. All right. Well, give me give me four picks, Dan. 450 class. Give me four. Cole Seeley. Yep. Justin Vogel. 
I like I like Benny Bloss out of nine. You do? Um, okay. I've heard good things. I've heard good things about him. Uh, I mean, everyone's going to say good things, but not from his guys that he was running. He's been running well, so I like that. And then my last guy, it could go somewhere like a Norin. Uh, apparently, I'm going to look and see what kind of pit setup he's got, and ask him if he needs a mechanic for the weekend. Yeah, go um, go see how that, I, go see how that's pick, going. On. If I pick Norin, I will help him out all weekend. So I am. If I don't pick him, I am 100 percent picking Freddie Norin. I don't care if he qualifies. Thirty-third. You just said you just not a pick. You just no, no. I'm a little no. I said I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about it. Um, I'm but I'm I'm picking him. But I'm a little worried about his setup and what he's got going on and how stressed he is. Poor little Freddie about getting to the outdoors and I think I think Rocky Mountain's taking his bike, but he's off to the side or he's not on the team. So. You, you make do no make sense. zero sense. No. Like, literally, you just well, Dan, trying I, to talk us out of Norn. No, I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm telling you the, the pros and the cons. The pro is he's fast. We all know that. He's super fast. And he's hugely underrated as well, I feel. But the, the cons is I'm a little worried about his program. That's all. That's all. Just putting it out there. If I, if this was Freddie Norn, factory Honda days, fill-in rider, then, oh, my God, I couldn't – Click it fast enough, but just just putting it out there. I still believe that he, I believe that he's on a good bike. I think that he gets good parts. He's on a good bike. And you were considering putting him in your top twelve, and now you're spending five minutes ago. You were talking about I'm well, not going to finish. Race. Simply giving the pros and cons of Freddie Norn in my eyes, but I am picking him all day long. Yeah. So who's your other three? Freddie uh, Norn, Sealy, Filthy, and maybe Lemay. I need to see. I need to see Lemay. What about? What about Stu? No chance? Not even like on the eye test? No, 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 no Stu. I'm not, I'm, and I'm the only one out of three of us that ever like hold firm to no Stu. We all said no Stu, and then some of us picked Stu. Yeah, but in the beginning of the season when we did it, we did not pick Stu. You I, were on the Stu. Yes, again. yes, but then I wrote Stu off, and that was it. I never went back to the Stu Creek. I never do- dove into Stu Pool. I only went back the one weekend after when we all thought he was going to do good. You were the only one who did. You, you guys, you guys are like a crack addict. I just went back. I had to get another hit. <laughs> I had to get another hit of Stu. So, God. okay, all right. Nfab Racer X Motocross Podcast. Hit us up on uh, Twitter if you want some advice. Uh, thanks to the folks at Nfab and Scott Sports and Pro Taper and, and uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MC. And if you want to hit uh, Dan up for his private league industry high roller league then uh, hit him up and uh, thanks for listening everybody appreciate it thanks guys see you see you